0: Welcome, welcome friend to the business of personal brand photography. My name is Paula Brennan and I am so delighted that you decided to join me today for this episode because I really feel out there in the personal brand landscape that there are a lot of people just adopting the label of personal branding and not necessarily understanding what it is to really serve your clients in a full way inside of this genre of photography because realistically our job as the personal brand photographer is to try and help our clients to be able to really connect with their audience and make people curious about working with them and I do believe there is a big difference between like traditional headshot portraiture And personal branding. I feel like personal branding is really about helping people to tell their story in a much more dimensional way than perhaps just having one still photo. Now there is obviously, you know, there is still a a huge market and there's still a huge necessity for headshots. Don't get me wrong. I still love and celebrate headshot photography. In fact, I offer it and you'll be hearing more about that inside of this episode. However, I do really think it's important for us as personal brand photographers to be capturing a variety of different styles of imagery so that that way your clients or their clients can start to help to let people into their world and invite them and navigate them and point them in the right direction and all of this happening in a much more kind of fluid way but in a much more way that's kind of got more variety and diversity than just still images of somebody smiling and staring at the camera. So with all of that said, I'm going to ask a question right now before we get going is, do you really think that you're providing enough variety in the styles of images that you're providing for your clients right now? And I know this question can be a little bit confronting, and I don't want you to sort of start picking yourself apart or anything like that. That's not the the, the purpose of today. Today is really to help you to jig it up a little bit creatively, and I want to help you to, to be able to really just be of better service for your clients, because I think that a lot of us can default to taking like wild bunches of portraits, but not necessarily giving your clients workable content, okay? So there's a sort of like two different sort of spaces here. And, you know, obviously in one respect, you might be kind of like leading letting your client down if you're not kind of creating enough variety for them that sort of, you know, gonna give like, as I said, that more dimensional kind of feel to their website and to their social media. But I also think for you, as a business owner you can also be doing yourself a disservice because if you're not sort of offering and capturing that variety then it can often lead to poor sales for you because you're just not giving them enough different styles of images to choose from with the final product of the image selection that you're giving them. So what I want to do today is share with you five image styles that are going to work for you whether your clients are selling an online product, whether they're marketing in-person services, or even whether they themselves are the actual product. Maybe they're an influencer or they're sort of like an affiliate marketer or something like that. So these kind of images that I'm going to be sharing with you are the kind of images that most of your clients need in their content buckets. So what I'm gonna to say to you here is that you need to make sure that you as the artist and as the creative, you're mastering, but more importantly, not, not even so much mastering poses or anything, but you're absolutely actually capturing all of these styles of images. So you're kind of like capturing images at different locations that can fall into these separate kind of, I guess, like style buckets, if you wanna say. So I'm not gonna be giving you specific poses, rather I'm gonna be just sharing the image types, okay? So, and where it falls into, what your clients needs and how they can use them. Um, So it's up to you after this. You can go and take these and and, and you can leave them where they are if it's not applicable to you. But what I want to try and help you to do is make sure that you're expanding your shoot range. That way you're giving your clients a better overall experience and of course, a better final product as well. So let's get started, shall we? So the first image that I'm going to talk about here, and I did mention it at the start, is what I call the profile or the headshot. Okay, So this is the kind of image that's tightly cropped. um, It's the one that they're going to use on their social media profiles. They'll use it at the bottom of their email signatures. They'll use it as their representative if they're going on speaking circuit or things like that. But it's, you know, we need to make sure that for that, for our clients, that this sort of image is recognizable, right? For number one. So you don't want your clients sort of looking like overly made up or anything like that. You don't want to be over Photoshopping them and removing all of their smile lines, even if they do kind of push you to it because you don't want your clients, because this is probably the one main cl- main photo that's out there that's representing them. The worst thing that could happen is that they would turn up to a cafe to meet a client and that the person, the client would be client, wouldn't recognize them because the photo is so far away from how they actually turn up on a day-to-day basis. So you need to make sure when you're capturing this for the clients that it does look like the version of them that is gonna show up, okay? Very important, this one. It's like one of those things that, I don't know, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've met people and they just don't look recognizable from their photos. Now, of course, we've all got photos. I myself too have photos that are probably a couple of years old now, sort of sitting out there in the nether regions and, you know, me maybe a couple of kilos lighter and a few years younger. But I still feel like the images that I use right now are representative of how I show up to people and the energy that I provide. And so you just need to make sure for yourself when you're creating these profile images is that you sort of try and help the people to stay close to who they are and also too, it feels close to their personality type. So if somebody's not a super smiley person, if that's just not how they come across, then don't be pushing them for these headshots to make them get overly smiley. Sometimes just a nice, quiet, confident smile is all that's needed. And you'll find that a lot of the time when I'm shooting for these shots, I'm not necessarily always going in for the really tight crop. I'm still often sort of like shooting out a little bit wide and then I can Crop back in if I want to, so it's not necessary that you're always tightly cropping these. You might find that this image sort of comes from a say like a three quarter or something that you that you might um, crop in a little bit tighter. Remember too when you're sort of shooting for these that you know the the bulk of these images do end up in a square crop or else in a like in a circle sometimes on the different social media profiles as well. So you just need to be sort of cognizant of that when you're doing your framing. You don't necessarily always want to be going in for those nice tight portrait crops, which we used to love doing. Doing where you could crop, you know, the top of the head and things like that. It's not always um, the best choice when you're shooting for these images. The main thing is for this one, as I said, is that it feels like the person. Okay, so whatever you need to do to help the person to get into that zone, and also, I guess, from a styling perspective, that you allow how they regularly show up to be the way that that photo is dictated. Not that it feels like it's an overly dressed up version of them. If let's say they're like a chippy or something, or a, you know, if they're a, you know, if that's just not who they are as they turn up, you don't want the the sort of like the the big square shoulders and things like that if that's not how they turn up just try and keep it as 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 regular <laughs> as normal to, to how they show up when they're with their clients as possible now the second image i'm going to be sharing with you um which i really think is really important is what i call the work with me shot and so this is really a kind of approachable and welcoming sort of shot with an imp- emphasis on what it feels like to actually work with the client or to hang out with them. So depending on what that looks like for your client, it's really where they're sort of situated and feeling at home in their environment because it feels congruent to how they operate their business. So for a lot of clients, this will end up with them sitting behind a laptop, okay, or or some sort of device. And that's totally fine too. But you'll find that you'll end up with some professions where, you know, like let's say you're photographing a hairdresser, it might just feel congruent for them to be sitting in their salon or standing in their salon with the sinks and, you know, the, the mirrors behind them. If If you're working with, say, like a stylist, it might be them just situated in a nice living room. If you're working with a realtor or a real estate agent, it might be them sort of like a greeting at a front door or something like that. And if you're working with somebody who works in the health and wellness space, they might be sitting in the kitchen with a cup of tea in their hand or something like that. So it's really in an environment that feels congruent to them. And obviously, the posing and the direction and the activity that you get them to do needs to feel like it's sort of, you know, aligned. With that experience of working with that business owner. So, not necessarily in a house, it can be in a boardroom, it can be in their place of work, it can be in a cafe. It's just really need to suit the client's style and how people would be used to and how they'd expect to see them. Whatever you do, you just need to make sure when you're doing it with your client that it feels like a realistic depiction because it doesn't we want it to feel relaxed and easy and not feel too contrived. Okay, so that's a that's that's a fine line. That we often kind of have to navigate when it comes to branding photography, because often you are having to recreate, uh, you know, environments for people to work with. But for me, it comes down to like a real energetic sort of thing. So you want it to sort of get into the energy of the how the person feels when they're working with their client. Yeah, as I said, you can use a bit of artistic license, um, but I really want you to think about the mood and the feeling and that feeling of like openness and approachability. So. that it feels like you're inviting me to work with that particular person. That's the kind of vibe that I want to encourage you to try and get when you're creating the work with me shot. Now, the next one that I want to talk to you about is uh, what I've become quite known for is kind of like lifestyle photography. And this is really where you want to create images that the audience who's viewing your clients photos kind of have that sort of like, you know, I'm going to say like that, you know, that Harry met Sally vibe like that, you know, I want what she's having kind of vibe or I want, I want what he's having. This is where you're helping your clients to create the kind of like ideal lifestyle that they want to be living that their clients need to be living. Yeah. So it's sort of like, You've got to obviously work in with what the reality of their life is. You don't, again, want to shoot too far into the future or make it too obscure. You know, back in the day, about five, six years ago in branding photography, there was this huge kind of thing where everybody would be getting their branding photos, you know, in these like crazy, ridiculous, beautiful hotels and on these, you know, on on European vacations and dressing like in these crazy outfits. I'm not suggesting that that's the kind of lifestyle that, everybody's clients aspire to because it's definitely not we want to make sure that these feel really congruent and resonant to the kind of messaging that the clients are after and the kind of promise and the kind of like the make it aspirational for their clients yeah so let's say you've got a kind of like a life coach and she's working with small business owners for her to be sort of like taking photos in crazy places and at the top of like mountains and you know going into like you know private jets and big sports cars for the average business owner that's going to be really polarizing and it's going to feel really off brand and it's going to repel them so you need to make sure that you are making sure that you're clients' aspirations for their lifestyle photos are actually aligned with their clients, okay? So there's got to be that sort of marriage, okay? It's like that sort of perfect part. Sure, someone might be going and climbing Kilimanjaro and that's part of their brand identity and that is definitely part of their lifestyle, but we don't want to make it too far of a stretch either, okay, so that it becomes disorienting for their audience to look at photos and think, well, I can never have that okay so this is the chance for you to help your clients have really great casual feeling lifestyle based images that are going to fill their social media feeds but also help their clients to be attracted and to feel connected as an audience to the individual okay so like I would say again, don't worry necessarily if your clients aren't exactly living the lifestyle that they aspire to, but you just don't want to go too far ahead of this. Okay. So a lot of my clients go, Oh, I wish I could spend more time doing meditation, but I do get to meditate once a week. I just don't do it every day. Like I want to, well, that to me still means it's a part of their life. So I'll definitely help them to capture images of their meditating. Same again. If somebody says to me, look, I love reading travel magazines, but I've got young kids and I just don't really get to do it as often as I'd like I still say do you know what that's fine bring the travel magazines that's fine we'll get some shots of you um, reading magazines in a nice couch in a nice setting because I still think that that's something that other people can relate to okay so it's about creating those sort of lifestyle those aspirational photographs but also too that people can sort of like hook into. So, you know, we, we, we just want, we want to help them to have connection. And that's why those lifestyle images are great for. Now, the next style of image that I'm going to encourage you to start looking at in your frame is the details. Okay. Because these are really great assets for your clients to have in their social media pages. They're great content for your clients to move people through their website, but not necessarily have them staring at them in every single corner of their website. If you can help them to create personalized detail images where the contents of the detail is really, you know, directed and it's very um, pertinent and personal to the individual that you're photographing, then it's really going to help them to avoid having to go to stock images. And there's nothing worse than when you land on someone's website page and they've got these beautiful branded images of them looking at the camera and then they've got these glossy looking splash images that they can get that everybody's got on their website that just look really plastic. So if you can help them to create Details that's curated, that's specific to their audience and specific to their subject matter, then it's fantastic. And oftentimes you don't necessarily need to go looking for these. They kind of present themselves to you. So it's just a matter of looking inside of the frame and finding where there might be other details that you can hone in on um, during the shoot so that you can create a wider variety of images. As I said, make great buttons, you know, like underneath buttons on the website. They make great pointers to give people People's subjects, but not necessarily detract from the subjects. It's great for putting, um, you know, for, for them to make transparent and put images over the top of. These sorts of images are fantastic for that and they really shouldn't be missed when you're doing your personal brand shoots with your clients. Now, the last type of image that I believe you should be looking to create with your clients is what I call like a signature style image. Now, these are those kind of images that become the epic banner shots for your clients. And these, the ones that really are super connected and they instantly draw people in and they communicate a mood or a feeling. Now, I find with these sorts of images, sometimes it's not something that you can naturally plan for because sometimes the signature image just comes from the collection when you've done it. But you do need to be looking for specific things when you're shooting for the signature style of images. Obviously, as I've already mentioned, that a lot of the time these will become banners. So you need to think about shooting wider frames to be able to encompass and capture what I would call like a signature image. You need to make sure that you're framing them in such a way that you can either put text blocks on top of them, and, but the person still kind of becomes front and center throughout the image. It does require you probably going to locations where you can sort of, you know, assimilate the client inside of the and frame them nicely inside of what is an interesting frame to begin with. And then you pop your client inside of it, or else you need to be kind of, you know, instructing your clients to give activities that might be on brand. I remember one guy that I photographed, he was super dynamic. He was a speaker on stage. He just had such a huge energy for a very small framed guy. And anybody who was in a room with him could tell you about this guy was insane. And so, you know, when we were shooting, I actually got him to like do series of like jumps and leaps and stuff like that and those ended up becoming quite a signature sort of image for him because that was that dynamic energy and that sort of enthusiasm that he has for life that people felt and that became the, the signature shot. It wasn't necessarily something that I'd actually planned for, it was just something that sort of presented itself but understanding who he was energetically allowed me to kind of concept these sorts of ideas in order to be able to create the signature, the series of images that the signature image actually Came from. So as I said, it's not necessarily something that you can always plan for, but there will be definitely some clients that, you know, they go, I really want an image of me, you know, on a mountaintop with the horizon over here. That's the kind of image I'd like for the front page of my website. Boom. You kind of know what you're going to shoot for in that, in that case, but you just need to be on the hunt and always looking for the moments when perhaps a signature style of shot props itself up and then be ready to obviously capture it in a way that means it can be usable content for your client. And oftentimes I find, as I said, that's just literally coming wide on the frame rather than framing into the portrait sort of mode. But these are the sort of images that can really help your clients become super recognizable, set them apart from the rest and really showcase who they are as a unique individual. So please make sure that when you're sort of like planning for shoots and when you're on the shoot, just do a little mental audit and make sure that you have captured what could be classed as a signature image for your clients and you know it when you get it it's one of those things that you can't mistake it you go yeah I nailed that I got that shot and sometimes it's the connection that comes from the client too when they just like hit their stride and they're in the zone and they just nail it and you just go yeah bang that was the shot and make sure when you do get that shot as I said that you're coming out wide so you can make sure that you give them a slightly more workable style of image now of course these images that I've just shared with you the five images they're just categories at this stage it's very kind of like broad and uh, it's just concepts of styles of shots. Now, if you do wanna learn exact poses and what to do in specific locations, this is the kind of training that we work through inside of my membership program, where I share with you like posing and lighting techniques, plus all of the business side of things, as well as how to get your marketing mojo and marketing engine moving forward. Now, we recently relaunched this um, and made it much more affordable for you to be able to learn with me. So if you think that you would like a little bit more support and you want me to be able to kind of like show you in in much more depth and teach you in much more depth, can I encourage you to click the link wherever you're watching this to check that out. Now, if you find that you just need a little bit of actual help and inspiration on your shoots, like if you're sort of like listening to this, because this is very visual, like podcasts are not a visual medium and we're visual learners. Um, if you want a bit more inspiration when you're going onto your shoots, I do also have the ultimate posing guide. So this has like 300 plus poses that you can dip into. I think there's like 16 different locations that we cover inside of that guide. So that's going to help you whenever you're on a shoot. And recently I had one of my students share with me on a call that she actually printed a copy of this entire guide. I don't know, like it's, I think it's like hundreds of pages, but she showed me, she flicked it open. She actually has had the whole thing printed and it's in a, like in a book that she can flick through before any of her sessions. She said it's just really helpful to get inspiration before she goes into her shoots. Um, I've, I personally found that pretty cool. I've never thought about printing it myself, but I designed it so that you could actually just look at it on your phone so you can do that as well. But if you like it, you can actually go and print it and it's pretty cool. For those of you who've already got your hands on it, maybe you might go to, uh, you know, go and get it printed, which would be um, really helpful for you to have. But we're going to link, um, add links to this episode for both the membership if you're ready to go, like if you think, oh, you know, pull I'm ready to go all in and learn with you or the posing guide if you just want a little bit of help to break out of your usual shoot routine and shake. It up a little bit, but I hope that this overview that I've given you today will help you to sort of like open your mind to the possibilities of the different styles of images that you can be thinking about when you are on your shoot. Because I have to say, when I'm on my shoot, I'm sort of like, you know, if you've listened to me, I always talk about my shoot list, but I'm always making sure that I'm ticking into these different buckets. So it's like, yeah, we get the profile there, fantastic, but what about getting a working with shot there as well? And then you know, and sort of like mixing it up during the shoot day. as well because it is very easy particularly if you've come from the portrait world to just go back into that nature of wanting to sort of shoot nice connected portraits nice connected portrait but it gets a little bit one-dimensional for your client if they're just constantly looking and giving the same expression to the camera so yeah hopefully these um, five image types will help you to just shake up your shooting routine a little bit and add a lot more variety for your clients because if you do as I said not only are you going to be a much better service operator for your clients and give them a much more succinct product at the end. But you're also going to increase your sales and that's just a given. Give people more variety to choose from. They're going to have to buy more images. So my friend, I have really enjoyed having you listen to this episode today and I look forward to catching you on the next episode.